Good morning, happy Sabbath, and welcome to Eyes on Prophecy here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. It's Sabbath, September 30th, 2023. I am your host, Pastor Vince, and it's so wonderful to be back together with you for another edition of Eyes on Prophecy. Eyes on Prophecy is when we come together and study Bible prophecy, preparing everyone for Jesus' second coming. I'm so excited about what we're about to uh, study today. We're about to study a new lesson today as uh, last week we finished our series from the lesson entitled, Who is the Antichrist? We discussed who the Antichrist is according to the Bible and uh So we're going to get into a new lesson starting today, and that new lesson is entitled Angel Messages from Space. Again, Angel Messages from Space. You're going to love this, and uh, as I was preparing for today's lesson, um, I was just, again, just so excited about what I needed to share with you today and, you know, what God has to teach us today. And just like the previous lesson study, Uh, We're going to break this up into parts. We're not going to be able to cover everything in one episode, but uh, yeah, we're going to break it up and we're going to move through it. And uh, we pray that the Lord will bless and, uh, you know, we'll learn something and we'll, you know, keep it with us and we'll share with others as well to help bring others closer to him as we prepare for the second coming of Jesus Christ, because that's the mission of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries is to prepare others for the second coming of Jesus Christ. So without further ado, I'd like to have a word of prayer as we get into our new lesson study entitled Angel Messages from Space. Let us pray. Loving Father, thank you so much for another lesson study on Bible prophecy. Uh, Please prepare our hearts and minds for what you have to teach us today. Uh, May we receive these precious truths that you will present to us today and moving forward. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, friends. So as always, I'd like you to go ahead and grab your Bibles. I want to give you a moment to grab your Bibles. And we're going to get into our first lesson study today. Or we're going to start our first lesson study and we're going to move through it for over the next several weeks, however long it takes us to get through this particular lesson. Um, I've mentioned before that these lessons are coming from the Amazing Facts um, study guides. And uh, this is lesson number 16. If you know anything about the Amazing Facts study guides, they're all numbered. And uh, from uh, number 15 through, I believe, 24 or 27, something like that, uh, the the lessons focus on uh, Bible prophecy. So last, uh, the last lesson we went through was lesson number 15, which was um, who was the Antichrist. And now we're about to start number 16, angel messages from space. Okay, I hope you got your Bible ready. And I'd like you to go ahead and open up your Bible to Revelation chapter 14, because that's where we're going to be reading from today um, and moving forward through this particular lesson. So please open up to Revelation chapter 14 
that's where we're going to start. And of course, there's going to be some other uh, Bible references, some other um, scripture references throughout this lesson. But primarily, we're going to be coming or starting in lesson, I'm sorry, uh, Revelation chapter 14. Okay, let's go. And uh, I'm going to be reading directly from the lesson itself. And uh, the lesson says, angels are real, sometimes called cherubim or seraphim. These powerful ministering spirits appear all through Bible history. Often they are seen protecting and guiding God's people, and sometimes they are punishing evil. But one of their most important missions is to reveal and explain prophecy. Did you know God has said something special through his angels uh, to be uh, to the stressed out people of our hectic world? In Revelation 14, he reveals some awesome messages for these last days. Messages coded in the symbolism of three flying angels. So significant are these messages, Jesus won't return until they are all fulfilled. This Bible study will give you an eye-opening overview and the following eight study guides will present the incredible details. Get ready. God's, uh, God's personal message to you is about to be explained. So, um, as I've just read directly from the lesson, um, our focus is going to be Revelation 14 for this particular lesson, once again entitled, Angel Messages from Space. And... Uh, the, the messages that we're talking about or that we're going to be studying further are referred to as the three angels' messages. And as I've just read from the lesson, it says that Jesus won't return until they are all fulfilled, until these three messages are all fulfilled. So let's move to our first question. If this is your first time listening to um, Eyes on Prophecy or if this is your first time listening since we started these lesson uh, studies, um, I'll let you know that they are in the form of a question and an answer. We'll read the question, and then we'll get the answers from the Bible. First question, why are we studying Revelation? Isn't it sealed? Well, you know, I've heard many people say this, you know, uh, the Revelation is a sealed book. It's something we don't need to know, you know, it's hidden. Why study it? Well, here's what the here's here's the answer to that question. There are six crucial reasons to study Revelation. A. It it never has been sealed. It never has been sealed. According to Revelation 22 and 10. The age-long controversy between Christ and Satan, as well as the devil's last-day strategies, are exposed in Revelation. Satan cannot easily trap people who are aware of his deceptions in advance, so he hopes people will believe that Revelation is sealed. B. The very name Revelation means unveiling, opening, or revealing. The opposite of being sealed. It always has been wide open. C. Revelation is Jesus' book in a, in a unique way. As a matter of fact, it begins the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
as noted in Revelation 1, verse 1. It even gives a word picture of him in Revelation 1, 13-16. No other Bible book reveals Jesus in his last day instructions and plans for his work and his people, as does Revelation. D. Revelation is written primarily for and geared to the people of our day, just before Jesus' return. You can look at Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, Revelation 3, verse 11, Revelation 22, 6, 7, 12, and 20. E. A special blessing is pronounced upon those who read Revelation and heed its counsel. Take a look at Revelation 1, verse 3, Revelation 22, verse 7, and F. Revelation describes God's end-time people, his church, with startling clarity. It makes the Bible come to life when you see the last day events depicted in Revelation taking place. It also tells precisely what God's church should be preaching in the last days, according to Revelation 14, 6 to 14, which we're going to read in just a moment. So this guide gives an overview of that preaching so that you can recognize it when you hear it. So let's turn in our Bibles to Revelation 14. I've asked you to turn to Revelation 14. Um, and we're going to take a look at Revelation 14, starting at verse 6. I'm going to read, and I ask you to read along with me in your Bibles. Revelation 14, verses 6 through 14. Here's what the Bible says. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear him, fear God, and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth the sea and springs of water. Verse 8. And another angel followed, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Then a third angel, then the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, Verse 10, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast and his image. And whoever receives the mark of his name, verse 12, here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Verse 13, then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on, or blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the spirit that they may rest from their labors, and their works follow them. And verse 14, Then I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and on the cloud sat one like the Son of Man, having on his head 
a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. May God add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. Again, I just read, or we just read, Revelation chapter 14, verses 6 through 14. So once again, these angels and these messages we're talking about are also known as the three angels' messages. So question number two, God commissioned his church to take the gospel to every creature, according to Mark 16 and 15. How does he symbolize this sacred work in Revelation? As I've just read from Revelation uh, chapter 14, we're going to focus on verses 6, 8, and 9. Verse 6 said, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. Verse 8 said, And another angel followed, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And verse 9, Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand. So how does he symbolize this sacred work in Revelation? The answer the word angel itself literally means messenger. So it is fitting that God uses three angels to symbolize the preaching of his three-point gospel message for the last days. God uses the symbolism of angels to remind us that supernatural power will accompany the messages. That's our answer to number two. Again, we are focusing on Revelation chapter 14 verses 6 through 14. And question number three for today, and we're going to wrap it up after we uh, take a look at question number three. Uh, today, uh, uh, this will be our introduction to angel messages from space or the three angels messages. So question number three, what two crucial points does angel... Uh, what two crucial points does Revelation 14.6 reveal about God's message for the last days? Again, let's take a look at Revelation chapter 14, verse 6. Again, we read, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. The answer the two crucial points are that it is the everlasting gospel and number two, that it must be preached to every person on the earth. The three angels' messages stress the gospel, which makes it plain that people are saved by faith in and acceptance of Jesus Christ alone. You can also take a look at Acts chapter 4, verses 10 through 12 and John 14 and 6. Since no other way of salvation exists, it is evil to claim that there is some other way. And friends, we should already know this, that the, the salvation is in Jesus Christ alone. So, that, so now let's talk about Satan's counterfeits as we wrap up today's lesson. Satan's counterfeits. Satan's counterfeits, while many 
include two very effective ones. Number one, salvation by works. And number two, salvation in sin. Salvation in sin. And I'll just also say that many people believe, well, you know, I'm still going to be saved. Yes, I'm a sinner. And of course, we're all sinners. Um, But there are many people who believe, well, yes, I know I do this. I do that. But I'm still going to be saved. I'm still going to heaven. No, friend. If you've been following me for a while, if you've been following this podcast for a while, if you've been following this ministry for a while, you've probably heard me say in the past that sin will have no place in heaven. We must get victory over sin before Jesus comes. There are many who who believe that, well, we'll just be, you know, we'll just keep sinning till Jesus comes. And as I just said a moment ago, you know, he's still going to take us to heaven. Oh, or the people who believe this, oh, I'm still going to heaven regardless. God still loves me, which he does. He still, he loves all of us. And as the old adage goes, uh, Jesus loves the sinner but he hates the sin. So in a nutshell, no one is going to heaven with sin still on their characters. Enough said about that. So Satan's counterfeits, salvation by works. Number two, salvation in sin. These two counterfeits are uncovered and revealed in the three angels' messages. Many, without realizing it, have embraced one of these two errors and are trying to build their salvation upon it. An impossible feat it is. We also must stress that no one is truly preaching the gospel of Jesus for the end time who does not include the three angels' messages. And that is our mission here at Sacrificial Lamb Ministries, as I said in the beginning, to prepare others for the second coming of Jesus Christ And part of that preparation is to study and understand or to help other people to understand the three angels' messages as we've just read from the Bible. So this is not something that I came up with, something that, you know, no one else came up with. This is what the Bible is speaking of. And we're going to move further in the next several weeks or so through this particular lesson, focusing on the three angels' messages. Let us pray. Loving Father, thank you so much for what we've studied today. Thank you for what you've taught us today. Help us to um, have open minds and hearts to um, to continue receiving your lessons for us. Thank you so much for this opportunity to study and to dig deeper into your word. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friend, thank you so much for joining me for another edition of Eyes on Prophecy here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. We've just started our brand new lesson entitled Angel Messages from Space. And this is, uh, um, you could say this is part one of our study from this particular lesson guide, which comes from the Amazing, Fa- Amazing Facts um, series of study guides. Um, I've said before that I was exposed to these Amazing Facts study guides um, in in, uh, in, uh, in 2003. So, yeah, so 20 years ago this year, I was exposed to these lessons and I love them. I've used them over the years to, uh, 
you know, to study uh, and to study with others. So these lessons are wonderful. They're very uh, well uh, organized. Um, I love the structure, the format, um, a question and answer format. Um, again, wonderful. You can learn more about them yourself by going to the Amazing Facts uh, website. And, um, you know, you can learn more about what Amazing Facts offers in terms of Bible studies and how maybe you can maybe... Um, have your own Bible studies. You can give your own Bible studies with others. And this is something else I've said um, before on this podcast that when we study together, it's meant for, yes, it's meant for you. It's meant for me as well, because every time I prepare a lesson and I share with others, I learn something new myself. It helps to reinforce um, what I'm sharing with others. So um, not only is it helping me to increase my knowledge and understanding of God's word, but it should also help you as well to understand what God is saying and to go out and give your own Bible studies. So I pray that, that, um, you know, will happen for you, that you're able to take what we are studying together and go out and give your own Bible study. So again, I'm going to wrap up our uh, part one And um, I pray that you have a blessed rest of your Sabbath day. I hope you have a blessed rest of your weekend. Today's the last day of September. As I said, it's September 30th. Tomorrow's October 1st. And um, wow, this year has flown by. And I'll just also add that we are close to celebrating our seventh anniversary. I'll just throw that in there. We are close to celebrating our seventh anniversary for Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. Sacrificial Lamb Ministries was born on October 29th, 2016. It was on a Sabbath morning. I'll never forget that the, uh, that, uh, that the Lord impressed me to start this ministry. So again, October 29th, 2016 was when Sacrificial Lamb Ministries was born. Now, this podcast was born in January, as a matter of fact, January 23rd, 2021. So this podcast has not always been here from day one in 2016, but this podcast has been around since January of 2021. So the Lord has been truly blessing this ministry, has been working through this ministry, and I pray that he will continue to increase our territory and allow us to reach more people and provide us with more resources to be able to minister as he has called us to do. So um, I pray that... You all have a blessed day once again and continue to listen to the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast, where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a global outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach driven. I am your host. Past events, and by God's grace, we'll come together next Sabbath morning, next Saturday morning, that is, at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, right here on the podcast. So be blessed, stay safe, and may the Lord be with you.